<laughs> it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Fucked Up with Sam Buck. Welcome, Traumatic, to the Bucked Up Podcast. I mean, you were just sitting on the couch waiting. It was like a fucking waiting room at the doctor's office. But now no, now it's right. your time to get checked up on. Yeah, it was good, man. It was good. What's going on? It's funny. Not many people, I can say that the first time we really hung out, we tripped. Yeah, but we sure. did, and it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I, I, don't, I don't know when really trip man like i don't, I don't know like mushrooms i haven't done it in 20 years figures like why not man like p-town was seemed like it was the right atmosphere to do that do it in it so, was perfect remember yeah, that perfect. fox yeah and then, Dude, the, the that fox fox. Just came, came up and just chilled like two feet within, within us for real we were just we're us. tripping on the porch just smoking and this fox walks up and literally gets so close to us and is just staring just, at us. Just lays down like we cool tried to get house, <laughs> we house, tried yeah. to get shout out producer me fuck. We tried to get him to pet it. No, were you gonna pet it? Mm. No, we were trying to get him to pet this fox, but he didn't do it. But that fox knew what was up. Mm-hmm. But that was it was crazy that you guys were up in P Town, just creating music. It was that's not a place for music. Like there's not yeah, a lot of rap music. That. There's not a lot of rap even, music. I didn't even know about all that before. Before I know there was a lot of artists, and then I find out found out about what happens there during during like summertime. But <laughs> like we, we we were there during winter time, so like we didn't see any of the craziness. But, no, you took over a hotel. Yeah, like the who whole, was there? Who was staying there the whole time? You were how long were you there first? Like probably at least like three months, man. Yeah, you guys were there a long ass time. It was you. Yeah, me, me, Fox, Sound Lord, and then we had some artists that that came out. You know, it was the G Four and I killed Ali at first, and then we had um, Banks, G Four and Banks, Banks come back that that too, yeah. Yeah, but G Four came back twice. Oh wow! Knocked out, knocked out uh, two major projects. Regression. I think I like, uh, yeah. recorded forty tracks for like in total. That's crazy. Like not counting the just the Lormont projects. You were there for three months, though, just to hit that hotel. How you guys knew each other a long ass time, though. You and me, folks. Yeah, over twenty years, man. How did you guys meet? Uh, we went went to a international high school back in Moscow. You're originally from Russia, right? Yeah, I'm from Russia, but like I was born in Far East Russia, like a island, Sakhalin Island, over there by Japan, by Korea. Oh, really? Shaped as a fish. Yeah. Like right in the, underneath Kamchatka Islands. So, uh, but I, I was uh, raised in Vietnam since I was about nine. And then by when, I was, when I was about 15, I moved to Moscow. Started going to the. My mother remarried. And uh, my stepfather, he got transferred from Sakhalin Island uh, to uh, Moscow. So I started going to, since he was an American, I started going to international high school. And that's how I met D. I call him D. Me fucks D for Dustin. D. And you but met him had, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old my were first you day of school? I think I was fifteen. So my first, I'm 30, 36 now. So really, was, first yeah. day of school? Did you guys set it off right away? Yeah, pretty much. Actually, right after after school, we went to kick it in his in his at his uh, crib, and we've been kicking it literally every single day after after since we met. Like literally every single day. Started getting into recording, making the beat shit together, recording together, fucking doing covers of some certain tracks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that weird to look back at, like, you meeting him first day of uh, when you're 15? And yeah, now, that's, like... That's, a, that's like a brother to me, man. Look <laughs> yeah. at what you, what where you guys are now. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's dope because, like, uh, when I turned 18, like, I had to um, pretty much uh, get out of Russia. Moved to the states, and that was right. Any after, reason? Uh, just really, man. Cause like when you when you turn eighteen in Russia, you gotta do two years in the army. That's mandatory. I wasn't trying to do that, and I was. Uh, and also at the same time, my stepfather he got transferred from Moscow to Houston. So, but they put a hold on uh, green cards, 
and on all kinds of visas because that was right after 9 11. You know, it's like early 2000s. But luckily, like right, two weeks I got, after I got my draft card to go, that I got to go to Army, like, I got my green card in the mail. So I was out and I moved to Houston in 2003. Do you move there with you? No, nah, Mif was still uh, in, in Moscow. Like his parents worked there. He was he's originally from from Kansas, but his parents parents uh, did some uh, work in uh, Russia, so that's why he was there. And uh, yeah, he stayed there for another year, I think. And then, uh, like a year or two later, I re- we reunited. Actually, uh, like when I was twenty one, I got shot in Houston, <laughs> and uh, when I was about twenty two, when I got back on my feet, I. Uh, Moved to Kansas for a year. Me and D uh, did another track. Just tried, I don't know, rapping just for fun. I heard you rap. You were rapping on. I heard <laughs> yeah, you rapping yeah. on Regression. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, Kansas wasn't my thing. I was just trying to start What happened new when everything. you were 21? I remember the first day we met, um, I. Uh, you showed me. You showed me your leg. Oh, yeah. The, I had the x-ray of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's... You couldn't walk... I mean, you couldn't walk for a year? Yeah, about a year on uh, on bed rest because I got a hit with a 40 cal hollow point in my femur. So I had two metal plates. Just got them removed uh, about a year ago. Does that still fuck, like... Fuck you up, like walking. No, and I shit? think it's finally good. I just realized it. I completely forgot about it. I can actually like somewhat run now. Because before that, I had three surgeries worth of screws, so a lot of them were just in my kneecap, just all the way through. So like my whole femur, my whole weight, my whole body would go and bounce against those screws if I was trying to run. So now that I'm, it's not there anymore. It's a lot better. Can you talk about it? Like what happened? Hmm. Really, just the uh, wrong place, wrong time, man. It happened on on Christmas. On Christmas, and shit. just the colors we were wearing, we draped up in red. Yeah, it just didn't resonate with some other cats that were in the bar. We were playing pool with my people, and uh, I don't know. We forgot about them. There was a little instigation inside when we left. We just did like a little drive by through the parking lot as we were walking to the car. Like the first bullet went right by the, by my head, hit the brake light of the SUV I was walking by. And by the time I heard the second, third one, I was on the ground. So my home just picked me up, stuffed me in the back seat, <laughs> took me to the hospital. My leg was just dangling, man. But I don't, I don't, I don't feel nothing. Like, I guess. Uh, Did you think you weren't going to be able to walk? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I was more like uh, also worried. I know. I told my boys, like, yo, told my, tell my mother, like, what happened? As he dropped, dropped me off, and, like, the first thing he says is, like, uh, he's like, yo, he just, just got shot. I'm like, yo, don't start off the conversation with that. <laughs> you know, don't, don't say it like that. Bro. Like, yeah. It's not, it's, like, the last thing you're supposed to do, but, yeah, man. The first uh, surgery, that they ended up uh, making my leg was in the, ended up, after I, sh- I showed up after three months of bed rest and ended up. My leg ended up being short by like a whole fucking inch. Really? So I had another surgery. Yeah, three more months on bed rest. Do you have to and wear like I'm... special shoes for that? No. No, that's why I had the second surgery right oh, away. okay. Yeah, and they put a, another plate in, and they somehow bend the plate three months later. So I had a third surgery. So the third time they put two plates. So just to kind of support each other. And I had that in for the last 15 years or so. When you were 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what happened at 22 afterwards? Like when you at 22, got out, that's, like, when I, that's when I uh, decided to uh, get out of Houston, move to uh, Kansas City. In Kansas, you said wasn't for Kansas you. City, uh, I was working for like a little bank. And uh, that was uh, IndyMac Bank, matter of fact. And that's, that's when the whole like uh, housing crisis happened. And they went to return to Federal Bank. And there's an attempt to... Prime employee, I got laid off first, and then I uh, had to find like a job at like a glass factory. Were you making music at this time at all? No, uh, D and I were making beats on the side, but we weren't doing anything. For me. It was just uh, for fun. 
like we're just rapping for fun, just like recording the tracks. How old were you when you started taking it like seriously? Uh, probably uh, like after I uh, lived in uh, Kansas for a year, like I went back to Vietnam for a year. Well, I was in bed rest, recovering from the brain surgery, so I got like a little associates. Are you uh, like a citizen of Vietnam? No, 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 no. Oh. I got a green card. I'm a citizen of Russia. But um, you went back there to rest. I went there to see. Uh, with, I got my associates, and I figured I'd check myself. Uh, I had some connections in the oil field. I will see how it goes. I didn't like it. Turned my uh, celebrated my 25th birthday there. Came back, back, moved to Arizona this time, started brand new. I got my, so I got my bachelor's at uh, Arizona State. And then uh, that's when I had a, a brain surgery, like my senior or my junior year. I had a brain surgery. Why'd you have to have brain surgery? I had a knot of, knot of blood vessels, like the size of a golf ball, and it sat in the middle of my brain. Like, and in order to get to it, like, the doctors had to uh, cut through healthy brain. So they should fuck with my vision on the left side a little bit. Still? But, uh, yeah. Damn. But, I mean, um, that's, like, <laughs> the best outcome I could have hoped for. I mean, like, yeah, I've seen people after this type of surgery who are in a lot worse shape, so I'm just... How old were you when you had here. that surgery? That was when I was about 26, probably. Do you, was it just random? Is it just random? Nah, we'll see. Like uh, when I was about twenty-one, when I was uh, went to uh, had another attempt to go to college at one point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got jumped at this uh, friend po- frat party, and uh, the doctor said the ambulance told me uh, that uh, I have a I have a tumor. So I was like, damn. So I went and get a second opinion, and then the doctor said it's not a tumor, but it's like this. Uh, AVM, that's what it's called, uh, arterial venous malformation. So pretty much they said, uh, we don't know if you had it your whole life, so if it doesn't bother you, like why, 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 why touch it? If it, let's just watch, see if it grows or anything. So I've been doing that and completely forgot about it. It wasn't bothering me. And then one night, uh, I just woke up feeling like somebody's just drilling through my temples. So. I was looking enough there was people to take me to uh, the ambulance that time. Since I already knew that that was a pre-existing condition, that's the first thing they looked at, and they saw that it was indeed a hemorrhage. And I had two options, either the gamma knife, which would be just a radi- radiation, and since it was so big, it would have to be a lot of different uh, sessions with a lot of time in between because of how big of a stress on the organism it is. And, uh, this entire time, there's oh, I'm, I'm at risk of having another stroke by this time. I mean, another hemorrhage, but this time it's not being as little as the first one. Mm-hmm. So decided just to go ahead and uh, get a get a cut out. So they just went in like with little holes through my uh, inner thigh all the way to my brain, filled it up with like super glue-like substance. It's called the embolization plot process. And then they went in and. Uh, Pretty much like <laughs> saw it through my skull and cut it out. Well, once it's thickened out, but they also punctured my central artery in the during the surgery during the embolization process. So I woke up in the process of it thickening it up, even though I was supposed to be under. And also, since the all the fluids that were pumping into it wasn't going to my bloodstream, I woke up with my left arm completely paralyzed. But. Uh, yeah. How long was it paralyzed for? About a year. So Did by the time you I, think you weren't going to ever get it back? Uh, no, nah, I was, I mean, slowly getting the, the feeling back in my in my hands. It was just... Uh, You've been, like, close to death. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm alive. Yeah, that's just a few of them. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm pl- 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 planning on writing a book on still here, man. <laughs> I got a lot of those. You're like things. a cat with the nine lives. Yeah, man, but it's been way... That's crazy. Nine, nine is over, man. <laughs> So then you had that happen at, you said 26? Yeah, 20, about 26 probably, yeah. And about 27. Uh, and how, I, what year was that? Uh, I don't know, man. Like 2000s. <laughs> yeah. 
So then when did you, were you doing music? You had to take music off. Mm, around that time, I, that's, that's actually recovering from the brain surgery. That's what uh, got me uh, thinking. I had too many clothes once, man, and that's what got me. That's how I thought of uh, the name Traumatic. Got it uh, registered a trademark and started How'd doing this as a brand. Ah, just just uh, my I was uh, musically I was uh, since I was I moved to right of Houston, and some of my people were from Houston. Like uh, some of the people uh, I hung Did out with back in Russia. Did you like the Houston style? Yeah, like yeah. Intro? I used to be a screwhead, man. Yeah, I used to have all the screw tapes, like the actual tapes. Like I went all out with them. This when it comes to collecting. Like all kinds of school You're tapes. a real collector. You have like when when I was in Pete Town, <laughs> you had a a a mountain of Griselda merch that if you went on eBay, <laughs> you could probably sell for a million dollars. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> all my fire. This is my whole collection summed up, man. Yeah, but you've always been a collector. Yeah, it's always one thing or another, man. It's like I go to extremes with things because I'm a I don't know passionate about a lot of different shit that got to do with art, man. You know what I mean? So then when did you move? So you registered traumatic. You're like, I'm going to take this seriously. I decided to uh, do a, like a anthem for the brand. And uh, at the time, I was talking to Kaya Itachi. That was a homie. I was listening mm-hmm. to Rusty Jukes a lot. That's what, around the time the Fly Guy came out, I think. And then um, uh, Kaya said he, got it. he knows how to get a... Untouchable Conway. So I figured I would put my favorite rappers at the time and put them on this track and call it the Traumatic Anthem. And those people were uh, Conway, Rex, Sky Zoo, Rusty Jooks, and uh, I think I'm forgetting somebody. Terminology. 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 Yeah, that was a kind of beat. So that was the first attempt, and I kind of liked just the whole idea of putting tracks together, just uh, picking the beat and having your favorite artist uh, jump on this shit. It's mm-hmm. just like, because uh, uh, I always want to create or be a part of creating hip hop in one way or another, but like, uh, that's why I used to try to spit in Russian, but now that I'm out here, like, it's, I don't really have a You're market. You're still spitting you know in Russian. <laughs> you are in a song. I'm, I'm thinking I might just do hey, it just for fun. Can you check my vocals real quick? It just sounds a little a little off. Sorry. Um, no, but you're still spitting. You are on a you are spitting on a track in Russian, and it it was all under young. What was it? Uh, no, <laughs> Trill. Trill. Lord, Lord Trill. Trill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the Lord my name. Yeah. <laughs> no, I might I might I might still do a couple tracks. I'm actually thinking about linking up with some artists from Russia right now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That sounds perfect. Thank you. Who's it, who had a like? You're still in in the Russian rap scene, like you're still. Well, I got a lot of a lot of homies that are that are that are in the in the scene, and yeah. So like Smokey Moore, Pet Blue, Five Feet, like a lot of people that played a big big uh, played a big role in just building hip hip hop culture just from ground up. You know what I mean, like. People that are like equivalent to Russian Nas status type, status type thing, yeah. It doesn't. Tra- I just want to kind of you know find that bridge, find just the Russian sound and uh, Western sound. Is the is like Lord Mob or Griselda? Is that big over there? No, it's and huge. It's huge over there. They actually listen to all of the, the old fan of uh, Lord Mob fans of Lord Mob. That's fucking dope. Fans, fans of Zaza God, Ito, Flea. I mean, everybody. We got on the label, man. G4. When did you... So when TF. did you make the Trillmatic Anthem? Uh, I'm not sure, man. It was some, some time ago. That was a couple of years before OG, the first OG came out. Shout out Organized Grind. That was yeah, a great appreciate album. It. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Was that your first like major album release? Yeah, that's that's the first one that got me after after the success of the uh traumatic anthem or like the the feeling of uh, accomplishment from that. Plus I actually wasn't as, as satisfied with the with the version that came out when it came to the beat. That's why I wanted to remix it. So that was the kind of the idea that I had that kept me, you know, Thinking in that direction of like, still still staying in the game, and then uh, when me Fox and I reunited, and uh, I finished, I uh, got my entrepreneurship degree at SU, and uh, me Fox was like, "Yo, I got a opportunity for you 
in Boston. So I came to Boston. We did some work in a, in another field, but I got convinced him to kind of uh, get back into music because he didn't realize how good of a producer he was. Yeah, and he I said had, he didn't do music at all. And yeah. that was the first beat that you convinced him to do was Draco, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, well, he did. He did some beats, like some beats, like uh, the the most dominant one, the, the Rusty Jukes, that that one. Uh, that's a beat he made like uh, probably about three, fifteen years ago when his grandfather died. It's like a dedication to him, called "Old to Harvey" originally, but that uh, we reused it. Like another beat that we all rapped on for for the first time or one of the first times ever. Like I had Master Ace get on that and uh, rap on that. Like it's also on the compilation album I'm coming up, I'm getting to drop. How did you get into the rap? Cause. How did you get into like the rap, like meeting rappers and getting into the rap scene, like serious, like? Well, really, it was it was just being in the in the in the merch game, man. Like uh, being a collector, being being a collector. Because you're being a serious a hip, hip hop head. Just yeah. I was always uh, like uh, even before I even got got into collecting. Like I, I would always uh, I kind of would trade. The truth was the second, like the same first year. I moved, I moved to the States, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was always, for some reason, found a way to uh, find a way right to the artist. I was, that was in my CD player, just having him in my kind of phone number. I like building yeah. with artists and uh, like having the traumatic brand. That was a dope idea for me to kind of market my brand just by having the artists uh, rock the shit in their videos. Yeah. And... Uh, were you and, always into like designing and art, like the clothing design? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at one point, I took, a, I even took a class. Uh, it was called Streetwear Master that uh, Virgil Abloh he put together, and uh, he did this uh, little seminar where he put together a put of uh, entrepreneurs, like a uh, designer brand owners, designers, and just uh, mentors to. Uh, he he took a list of brands that he handpicked, probably a hundred brands. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to lie; I don't remember the exact numbers, but out of over two thousand, maybe twenty five thousand submissions, I don't know yeah. exactly also the range. But he picked the the final number of brands. Trillmatic was one of them, and for like six months, that was a lot of knowledgeable material that that I, that I've learned from that one. It's not just uh, making. Uh, just just tees and hats but when it comes to like cutting and sewing game like what 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 do the factories the manufacturers expect from you in what format like what what is it supposed to look like for it to be just the whole process of uh, building building the garment that's a so, big thing for him to pick your brand though. yeah yeah that's so like uh, and like i said going to, uh, at the same time uh recovering from a brain surgery like that was a uh, was kind of the push I needed at the time. That's what got. Had me you given everything. up after the brain surgery? Like, were you in a, a low place? Uh, well, I was in a place, man, where there was just one thing after another, man, and like uh, after the brain surgery, like in the in the process, uh, since they paralyzed my left arm and, and from the nerve damage, mm-hmm. they put me on like methadone as a nerve painkiller. And coming up, that was a bitch, man, because they had me on that for for like half a year. And that so, shit's so addictive too. Mm, same when I was when I get when I got shot, man. They 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 put me on that for nine months, and I had like nothing. In America, nothing. right? Yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah, in, they in just Russia, they don't they don't prescribe opiates. <laughs> no, because <laughs> they pain. just give them out. They're not thinking that it only takes three days of a opiate to get addicted to it. Yeah, hell yeah. When you take it for three months, I mean for nine months straight, man, but. Yeah, yeah, I had no is. idea what withdrawals were. I just stopped taking them, and I just went through the worst fucking withdrawals ever, man. When How <laughs> long did the shot. withdrawals last you for? Uh, I don't remember, man. That was like fifteen years ago, but like a good, a long time. A good, a good. The first, the very first time, it was probably like three, three, four days. Where I actually like felt it, felt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it came, when it comes to methadone, man, coming up, that shit was a lot, a lot uh, stronger, man, because because it, it was a. Uh, I was taking this shit uh, for a longer period of time because uh, it takes a long, long time for nerves to uh, kind of rebuild themselves. And I had nerve damage all the way from my uh, shoulder to my fingertips. So, shit. Yeah. And you were just, what, designing? Just You're right-handed, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm right-handed, luckily, man. Yeah. And you were just designing during that time? Uh, 
Like during the recovery time? I was I was doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, mostly mostly designing, also working just on uh like I'm a one man it was one one man team, so I was uh, handling all the emails. Still am like when it comes to traumatic. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of uh also considering uh that I was in uh, still in my final year of college at that time. I was also a stepfather to five children at that time, man, with the with the, <laughs> the with the youngest one going through terrible tools, man. So it was, Damn. A, it was, a, it was a difficult time, man. Like, uh, and then you got picked. You're, you got yeah. picked. Well, not that it like helped me financially anyway, but it was no, but it, it gives you a draw. A, a it definitely, draw. yeah, it definitely gave me a, like a, the second wind. You know what I mean? And you were, so you were, when did you get into Griselda collecting? Because you have, like, every piece. Uh, just, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even know, man. I don't remember what, what, this, what the first uh, vinyl that I bought was, man. But at this point, I got them more, man. I think I'm missing, missing two or three, I think. Which ones are you missing? <laughs> I'm missing, uh, the real Hitler three. Because the Hitler three that I got, that's how I found out there's people that actually bootleg vinyls <laughs> and they're getting the copy, getting the bootleg copy. Yeah. And they'll point it out. And actually, for those who don't know, the real authentic dope uh, vinyls, they come with the etching on them. So cause right now, that's reject two bootleg vinyls and people posting them like, yo, I got this white. Aren't they doing the vinyl and the it's not it's not it's not delicious shit. It's motherfucker just bootleg and uh, bootleg the whole patch. They're doing a re-release of Reject Two now, aren't they? Is that what it is? I think they're doing. Well, they just like maybe I think like it's a bootlegs one. No, I think like in a week or two. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, might yeah, be yeah. doing it. But yeah, no, the yeah, bootleg right shit the bootleg is crazy. Room, yeah. Have you been up to uh, Buffalo Kids the store yet? Nah, not yet, man. But uh, what's the? I heard some words, guy thousand words, man. He hooked it up and he he uh, got me a pair of fly guys out of that. You got, I was yeah. there and I didn't even get the shoe. Yeah. I yeah, was fucking there. For me, man. I waited for 10 me. hours in line. 10 hours. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I, I heard it was the crazy, crazy. Uh, it was awesome, night, though. Man. It was a great, it was a It was a really awesome time. And I got to just see cool people meet, meet cool people and get to like, you know, people I've talked to, but not in person and then go to the store. But I heard someone who was selling bootleg merch. Wasn't it like they right knew, there. they knew. And they wouldn't allow him in the store, and they made, like, a scene of him and, like, kicked him out and shit because they knew who the kid was. And I think that shit is so funny because people want to do the bootleg Griselda merch. I wonder wonder who it is. I wonder... I forget. I'm not. I don't know the name. You could probably mm-hmm. find it, but I. That's crazy. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah you, when you go on, on eBay, man, just like they bootlegging the vinyls, man, they bootlegging the t-shirts, and it's obviously bootlegging it, people still buy the shit. Is <laughs> it weird how big it is now? Because you are. I mean, I was a. I always looked at it as an investment either, either way, so I yeah. kind of feel good about it. And yeah, that's true. The fir- yeah, because yeah, you're a collector, so you're like always seeing what's going to... And this was a good one to pick. The first yeah. shirt I ever got, I actually remember, was the Supreme Blyantel black t-shirt mm. with the red Griselda 187 on the back. You know, just the... Yeah, yeah. the first one I got, I think, was the Hitler Wears Hermes too, And the... Uh, don't get scared now. Yeah, those two in the bundle. That's they yeah. create like Seppington and Westside Gun created a crazy thing with that that oh, art yeah. trend. Oh yeah, but yeah, we got a lot of merch with Lord Mob too, man. Because Seppington and uh, Lord Mob did a Ramel Z project. That's man. That, a that, crazy that. album. Yeah, that's yeah, a crazy definitely. album, yeah. especially because he put out twelve projects in a year. And then to drop that right after is like... No, that was fire, man. Yeah. I had the honor to actually go with Fleet to Miami when they shot the the videos. So I have a lot oh, of really? like back backstage footage. It was just dope building with mugs. Crime Apple was there. DJ Brown 13. Bobby. I mean, it's a lot of... It's, it's, a, it's a good time out there, man. The well, then... photo. A lot of good people, man. How did Organized Crime get together? Oh, that was right. 2018, right? Oh yeah, because uh, that was your. 18, that's 18. Do, do you have other albums out, or is that your only one? 
That's the only one out, man. I have four that are pretty much ready to go. Ready to stash. Yeah. Uh, the next one is uh, dropping really soon. It's uh, one of the rusty jokes with also Conway, Vic Spencer, and Sky Zoo, Planet Asia. I recognize Ali. Yeah, when's that dropping that's dropping next and then uh, when's that dropping do you have a date yet or just you're uh, waiting I'm for actually, I'm actually wa- waiting for the final mixing and mastering stages uh, just yeah. to find out how long it's going to take because uh, I have it in a lot of different uh, pieces yeah so you got four that's one of them yeah, the second one is the OG2 OG2 yeah and right now it's a, it's about 40 minutes long, so it's, it's already two times longer than the first one, but I wanted to make it even, like with the intro, intermission, and the outro. I think it's 11 or 12 tracks right now. That's awesome, because the I first one is what, bigger. seven? Yeah, six or seven, man. Because uh, I think it, it includes an instrumental, so it throws me off sometimes, so I think it's six or seven. But OG2, 11 tracks... That's crazy. You showed me the cover art for it, and that's mm-hmm. dope as shit. Yeah, that's yeah. really dope. It's for the oh, it's the same artist the who same did artist, the original. Yes, the same artist, Midas Covers. Yeah, that's my my homie from from Moscow. He does Smoky Moles covers, and that's actually one of the things that I'm still trying to work on. I'm still trying to get a kind of one of the Smoky Mo beats. Smoky Mo is the guy I told you about in yeah. Russia, who's pretty much the Russian Nas. His album called. Uh, you were playing me some of his music when we were in yeah, Peter. Yeah. He's real good, and he produces his own shit yeah, too. Yeah, crazy videos. Yep. Yeah, that's him. So, who's? Do you have any features on OG Two? Uh, fe- feature wise, we got. Because there's yeah, no features got, on the first one, right? Yeah, we got Zaza. Go out on the shout first out one. Zaza. Yeah, we got Zaza. Listen to the last episode of Bucked Up featuring Zaza. He's over there <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> You got Zaza on it? Yeah, that's my guy, man. We got, we got Zaza on there. We got Benny the Butcher. We got Fleet Lord, obviously. Got him on a couple of tracks, I think, too, man. And this I'm is going to be... Final, a... final, final, final stages of uh, wrapping it up. And that's going to be under a, under Lord Mob? No, this one was on Traumatic. Oh, it's going to be under Traumatic? Yeah, just like the first one. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's two... Two crazy albums, because you yeah, said the you got one the... Is the is the compilation album, and uh, the traumatic compilation, who so far I have uh, also, uh, I have Flea, Zaza, Conway, Vic Spencer, Master Ace, Riggs, Mooch, <laughs> uh, Akil Ali. And who are producing Shady. all, who are produced, what producers do you have on these projects? I have Beat Miners. Snow Goons, Apollo Brown, of course, Me Fox. Some, the, the beat, Sound Lord and I made, I think I want to use on there too, on one of the beats. Mm, Are Kyle you getting Tachi, into production Millie, and shit? Ford. Huh? Are you getting more into production? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get in the, in the, in the Boogie. Well, Boogie is going to be doing cuts on pretty much every project, man. Boogie is my guy, man. Shout out to Boogie. Shout out, Boogie. All day. Yeah, so she's gonna be doing cuts on every project. But uh I got DJ Deadeye also on one of the projects on the on the Rusty Jokes joints. He did cuts on one of the joints on the most dominant. It's uh, the video is out now. Check that Rusty out. Rusty Jokes and Traumatic, the most dominant. And then what's number four? Uh number four. I got a, a few that uh I can piece together, but I don't want to announce this one yet. This All right, one, yeah, you got to keep. You, you just announced it. You got to keep it in the, in the, in the, in the tech, man. <laughs> yeah, of course, you got to. Are you doing any uh, like? Are you working on merch and shit now? Yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna start going heavy on the merch this time, man, because uh, especially when it comes to the OOG, I'm gonna start doing art prints because the, the arts, art, art, art itself. Like it's just so detailed, man. That it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. Like Do you want to explain the things. concept? Because the first album, mm-hmm. the first album, the album cover is. Can you pull up at all the first album cover to organized grime with a G? Because it's so detailed too. Yeah, 
dude is a mad, mad talented and very versatile. I think he got picked up by uh, Floyd Mayweather, man. I think he does all their merch oh, now, too, from now on. That's dope. And then, he, so he did... And he's working for Top Plate, for Top uh, yeah. Entertainment Label in Russia as well. That's And he did the second one. And he does Smokey Mouse covers, too. Yeah, he did the second one as well. Yeah, yeah so the first uh, one is like the first uh, person view. Yeah. Uh, for person. With the gun and the chain. Yeah, well, you can, you can see the reflection of the eyes in the, in, in the pistol. You see the joints of the blunt in the left hand. Chains hanging off the neck, bag of dope money. <laughs> it's organized crime, man. It's, it's a dope ass <laughs> cover. Details, yeah. And and the second the one second. is the, is the is the opposite. I don't know if I got a if I got it up there or anything, but uh, if it's up on the internet in good quality. But uh, the second one is the opposite. It's the person getting pretty much uh, like mugged, throwing up the drink, <laughs> kind in the face with a strap. That's fucking awesome. And but you're getting. You said you're try you're doing heavy on the merch. You're gonna do prints of that shit. You're gonna be, because uh, merch is something that's getting like pins. Like uh, oh here you go. They found there it. it they found the. Uh, oh, so. That's such that's a great it. yeah. That art is amazing. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the final version, but. I'm uh, playing around with the text a little bit, but yeah. Uh, plus, I'm gonna be doing some t-shirts. I got some. Uh, some designs just for the just for the merch so i'm gonna do some tees some jackets probably some pins definitely some hats a little bit of everything man i'm gonna go i'm gonna do this one right and vinyls of course of course the picture yeah. vinyls uh the russian ob some i'm gonna do russian obis now obi strips so is vinyl your like that's your favorite thing yeah, yeah, I like I like a set tapes too. So this one's gonna come on the set tapes. Plus, since I have, I have a what's up with cassette with tapes? Screw, I'm gonna make screwed up, screwed and chopped versions, small small runs of screwed and chopped versions. Of. Are you gonna do it yourself? No, no, no. I got we got uh, DJ Red, the original. Um, he's a resident DJ. Screwed up uh, records and tapes in Houston, Texas. That's uh, DJ Screws original shop. That's fucking, home. that's really dope. Yeah, he's the homie. Shout out to DJ Red. Yeah, that's the homie. He does. He's been doing all the chopping. That's, it's getting more popular now. Like, the, the like it's coming back into music. Yeah. Like, the chopping. What is, are you, are, this is such a th- weird thing, but are you allowed to say chopped and screwed if it's not yes, DJ's here? It's, it's I, chopped I and slow, 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 slow and chopped. Slow yeah, and chopped. Yeah, yeah. How, how I say it. Since if, 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 how What's I say up it, with cassettes? If screw ain't doing it, then yeah. it ain't screwed. Yeah. What's up with cassettes? That's coming back now, and that's something, because is the quality, is it just because it's cool? I, I don't think, I don't think that got anything to do with this. Like, uh, a lot of my vinyls and cassettes, man, like, I, they still in plastic. I, it's, it's the, it's like the whole uh, the collective. Yeah, the, the, you you have a piece of hip hop history that that's hand numbered. You know, a certain amount of people have that thing, and that's what uh, that's what sells, man. And that's what's what's cool about it, man. It's because holds a certain value. It's just like the same idea that uh, why that the, the Wu Tang uh, album that went to that shithead. Martin, Martin Screlly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They pay. He paid so much for that. Yeah, they only or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ended up fucking at the feds. <laughs> Isn't that what um, Everybody Is Food Two was supposed to be? It was like a limited release, but then Conway started getting bigger, and they put it on. Uh, maybe it was Everyone Is Food One. Yeah, Everybody Food Food Two actually has a track that was supposed to go on OG. Oh really? Yeah, cocaine paid was was supposed to go and organize crime, but uh, the story behind that's uh, it was a me fucks beat. We wanted to hear uh, Conway on something different, and it was a trap beat. So I sent it to Conway, and his reaction was shaking my head. He's writing me in a DM talking about how you gonna send me a trap beat? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just and and the next day you hit me up saying, yo, you got to hear this, man. I got some fucking heat. <laughs> that's what, that was cocaine paid, man. He had some heat. That's Because so. that was one of his, because he wasn't doing trap that much. Because that was nah, before 50 nah, round drum, right? He was still right? in the reject. He was yeah. still in the reject bag. Yeah. Hey, did you listen to La Machina yet? 
No, I haven't heard that yet. It's very trappy. I like it, but it's very trappy. Yeah, from from what I saw, based on 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 the on the on the, on the, on the, on the like drum work Instagram and his Instagram is uh, it's, it's it's moving in a different direction, but at the same time, like uh, a lot of the music we got coming from Lordmont was also very very unique, man. I love but that. It's not yeah, tra- trappy. It's like uh, it's something else, man. Like I can't wait for y'all to hear the Zaza God, the Most High, man, because it just it's a perfect example of bridging the gap of uh, like the the boom bap, like the lyrics, the picture telling, like the, the the message. You know what I mean? The knowledge behind the bars versus uh, with the sound that the young heads jam today. You yeah, know what I mean? and plus there's some that is some somebody from every group can relate to. You know what I mean? It's just this is a really really dope album man something that that's something really great with lord mob is really no matter what you like you're going to like one of the artists and then those artists can show you that they other artists can collab well with them you know it's you guys you you picked a great but you've always been with me from the beginning so like it was that's when you came into lord mob yeah 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 I mean, uh, he didn't even really know that this uh, lane of hip hop existed at first. Like mm-hmm. I introduced him to Conway, and he was he did a track for Draco and uh, PTSD. Also, a lot of uh, some top tracks from the album. Yeah, and then eventually we just ended up backstage uh, at a Conway show in Boston, and that's how he met Fleet without even realizing it was Fleet. <clears throat> and I literally at the before, before the show. One? Yep, yep. I was at literally, that show, yeah. Literally before the show, I played the Rock America to him. And he, he was fucking with it. Like, he liked Rock America. He liked Ito's flow. He liked Fleece flow. And it was just crazy that it ended up being a partners eventually and started Lorm Mob. It's weird how shit like that happens. Yeah, it's all about, like, I don't know, man. The way the universe works, the way I believe it, man, it just puts all the right people in your life in the right time, and it's up to you to which way you're gonna, which direction you're gonna go with it. You know what I mean? Like I believe in karma type shit. But you've also been through a lot, like you were to all the medical shit, everything that happened. Yeah. Like you've been through a lot to still have that mindset. Is yeah. I mean, how well you're here and you're part of something that is real like offering the the world something that's real yeah man i feel like I, I paid my dues man i feel like a lot of rappers on the on the album that's why we all understand each other man it's because we're all survivors man we all been through a lot of shit you know what i mean that so we just you know trying to not just to keep surviving anymore but trying to live you know what i mean mm-hmm. so we just help each other motivate each other to do better do do their best shit, be the best, their best self. And work hard, like, out work, like, you guys all work so hard. Whoa, work out over everything, man. Work over (laughs) everything, that's true. It's, you guys put out so much, you said you have four albums coming, and when I was talking to G4, he says he's sitting on, like, 12 albums, you know. Look at Fleet, look, Fleet knocked out album every month bro and it was with a legendary producer and flea is a really hard guy to please when it comes to picking beats man so because his his beat selection is impeccable man so yeah having having that and having completed this many projects that are all legendary status and not just quantity still it's, it's, it's still quality you know? such cool it's, yeah it's, it's, uh, his last two projects were with man. what havoc and um and um havoc. Uh, and dj mugs yeah the mugs mugs which yeah, is one, like one two of the most the, legendary producers well, ever and he was able to you know yeah very different sound man they he, they knocked it out quick from what i remember man yeah and, well that's yeah. the crazy thing about p-town is you guys were in p-town Making so much fucking music. Yeah, yeah, we definitely said like next actually project that's dropping in uh, May is uh, Bang's project. 
You were showing me bangs first when I was in P-Town. She's a killer. Yeah, she's just crazy. She can sing. She can spit. She's, she got very charismatic, man. Out of Rochester? Yeah, she out of Rochester. I think she's staying in New York right now in Brooklyn. But she out of Rochester, yep. She's so good. You were, uh, I think she's done. She's worked with the cloth, with Mooch, so with the, those guys, but she's, she's with them all. You have a good. When was what was the first like grimy Griselda esque song like project that you heard? Like what made you get on the train of like you know Lord Ma, like the grimy? Uh, for me, just that specifically get getting into that niche, that market that was probably uh, the cow, either the cow or a Thousand Corpses by Conway. One of, one of the two, man. Yeah. Like either Conway's verse on the cow or Thousand Corpses. That just that real, that storytelling yeah, real yeah. shit. Because I was, I was always jamming Trey, Trey the Truth, and, and now actually me, Fox, and Trey are actually in the middle of a, of a possibly recording a project together, a whole, a whole really? album. Yeah. Trey's such a great rapper. Uh, yeah, and I've been jamming him since like early 2000 since i moved to houston man like i i don't know if he remembers me but i actually used to uh talk to his uh, older brother man who was doing a double life sentence and uh in the, in the pen out there in texas dinky really freak dinky yeah freaking dinky yeah and uh he just uh told me a lot of inside how, how trade how, how they came up man so i know how Trey runs shit. That's why he the real hometown hero. He even has a yeah. <laughs> album called that man. Trey, everybody in the hood respects Trey. He's that's the only rapper, the first one I know. And he to have his own holiday, Trey Day. He puts on so many other artists. I've found yeah. so many artists just by features from Trey tracks. Yeah, that's how I found Money hey, man. man. Gang man, that's yeah. all by nature, man. Well, who else were you bang? Who else from Houston were you like? Who were you listening to? Ah, uh, Zero. Zero, who's actually his cousin. I didn't know they were... Zero uh, the Crooked. Zero's yeah. a great, yeah. yeah, yeah. He has... Oh, I, I have to look it up, because there's one track Before that... Before this, Scarface. K. Reno, man, he's the most underrated lyricism of all times, man. K. Reno, he's the... Uh, he, he, the he originated South Park, the founder of South Park Coalition, where Zero, Trey, and everybody, Street Military, Little Flea, yeah. K. be the Kidnapper. Devil Last City is that Terrorist. song that I love by Zero. Devil Last City. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a lot to keep, keep up with, man. Yeah, but, Houston. How do you feel about like the new school of Houston? Uh, there's a, there's a few cats that, that, that I fuck with still, like GT Garza, Propane, Sauce Walker. Sauce Walker is one of. He just released four albums hmm. in like a month. He's one of my. He, I love Sauce Walker. He's one, really one of my favorites. Like I have certain weird. Like I love Mozzie out of Sacramento a lot. Hmm. Um, but I love Sauce Walker. If people should check out all his new albums, he has four: um, King of Texas, uh, Hawks Eat Snakes, uh, R and B Walker. Um, he, I just, I really like Sauce Walker a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Also, check out Pro Propane, man. Like, what? Sauce Walker, I think I actually got some of his work on vinyl, man, because I think it's one of the Houston artists that actually puts out vinyls. How do you feel about Riff Raff? Riff Raff? I know Riff Raff personally, man. Like, I met him. I fuck with Riff I actually Houston do Hall. fuck with Riff Raff's music sometimes. Yeah, I don't know if I, the number I have for him still works, man. But he, he's a cool cat, man. I mean, he's, a, he's he's authentic, and if you can play off, uh, get paid off, uh, just, uh, you know, and I'm being himself and just fucking around the whole time, I mean, why not, man? I respect the hustle. I <laughs> yeah, respect I the hustle. Genius, I actually really like his And I feel like I can admit saying I like his music because of everything else that I listen to. Yeah, like, his uh, there's... The type of freestyle that he does, it still takes some type of skill and takes some kind of originality, man. So, yeah. I mean, it's still... But, of course, well, he has a... Cl that people of, do clown him, and it's like, there's always going to be... I'm not going to put him in a fucking... In like a, 
Hall of Fame of yeah. the greatest MCs type shit. But who do you? <laughs> you know, who are your greatest man. MCs? I know that's a tough mm, question, but me, like, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really hard, hard one to pick because I like so many different music from so. Because my MCs are Russian MCs too, so there's lists for Russia, there's lists for the U.S. How about U.S. None of them can be from Lord Mob. Because mm. I know those mm. are going to be your artists. Yeah, that's actually what I've been trying to promote or being biased, man. But some of my top artists. Shout out Zaza God. Yeah. He's rolling up over there. Yeah. Ito too, man. Ito. Mm. Shout out Vic Spencer. Yeah, definitely Vic. Vic. Fucking Shy Town's finest. Uh, who else? Who else? Conway, man, I gotta give it to Con. Yeah, I gotta give it to Flea, man. Especially when working with, uh, but that's that's Lord Mob too. Shit, I'm trying to think about Lord outside Lord Mob. Mm, be dead or alive? You can give him dead or alive. Hmm. Guru, okay, one of them, probably Pac. I mean, definitely Pac. Scarface up there, and either Bum B or Pimp C, unless I can put just put like UGK, UGK both of them yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. It depends, man. Like from, I mean Nas, of course. Yeah, it's a lot, man. There's just too many. That's why I don't like. Uh, it's a tough question. I yeah, know. I don't. I don't like putting everybody <clears throat> in the because they're all order, different styles. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's for a different type of movie you're in because. For new music, it's huge. There's a lot to do with the with the mode and the. I listen to. So I say if I state. if there's a song that's not rap, I'll be like, oh, I really like that non-rap song. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like rap is almost like a thing that goes sideways with music, where it's like there's so many subgenres that it's like you can't compare it to because it's like comparing regular genres of music. It's like... Yeah, well, it's especially with what they can consider rap now, man, because I don't, I don't... I purposely don't have, like, the radio in my whip at all, so it's either my playlist or it's the white noise, man, because, like, I don't know what they have on the radio. These yeah. Days. No idea my radio was broke for, like, two weeks, and I was like, shit, do I like music or do i just like hate my own thoughts because <laughs> when you have to yeah. drive around with no radio and you're just sitting there that's a lot to deal with <laughs> i don't know man but still <laughs> i just just the whole direction the industry is moving in man it's, it's so you don't like any trappier shit i like i like some some drill shit i do but i also like the way you, when the russians do their version on the on the Western beats. Yeah? Yeah. They, like Smokey Moe did a, did a joint of, uh, I forgot, I forgot what, what's the, who's the original artist, but did a did way better version of it. It's a trappy bit, beat. Uh, I forgot, there was the drill track. I forgot what exactly it's called. Is, so it's cool. I bet that's cool. Like you said, it's really big over there, Griselda, and you're trying to make, bring those artists over here like you really are on the forefront of this middle this middle culture this middle ground yeah i hope so man i hope we're gonna bridge that gap real soon especially when they open up the border and we're gonna tour europe and starting with russia probably you said you have a uh you're doing everything you're gonna tour you have a movie coming out yeah, we got we got a we got a comedy coming out. That's with such a good coming. idea. That's such. You were telling <laughs> me this comedy stars, idea, man. and I got so just like shit. I want to like I want to see this being filmed. Like comedy's my life. Like I love that shit. So yeah, what man. you're doing stars, a comedy? Stars is a natural ladder too, man. I see this dream, man. And let's see, he already got like part two, part three, part four, part five in his head, man. He got. <laughs> What's it gonna be it's, about? Yeah, natural. It's about um. Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, two rappers on the hunt for the for a career or for uh, to get the girls they want to get or some shit. But throughout the whole movie, they're gonna be uh, going from dealer to dealer, looking for some. It's gonna be called the L ride. <laughs> now I'm gonna be playing one of the dealers apparently, but there's gonna be a lot of uh, guest appearances from Lord Mob. That's awesome. I think a movie. Just like doing a comedy is so different, and it also can show, I don't know, 
like it shows how close you guys are because it's not all like serious and it's it shows that you guys can goof yeah, around just, with each other because when just, you can like laugh with someone you know like with friends just goofing around people like that yeah man we, we don't like we got people on the team who we got nothing to prove to anybody they feel comfortable being just fucking just around silly, and yeah. having fun man you're telling me Except about like, having fucking like a, a persona of a tough guy on the TV the whole time, man. Like when he's dead. Like one one thing, one thing uh, that I remember me and Loren one time said, I forgot what show, but he says, Gangster Smile, man. Like you don't need that screw face. It's the insecure motherfuckers that think they got fucking got to look hard, man. Who are worried about what others think about him or who walk around like that, man. If you got nothing to worry about, if you, if you, if you know you're good <laughs> by your own standards, man, that... Man, you're good, man. Why worry about anybody else? Enjoy your life, man. That's why I love comedy. That's why I'm a mm -hmm. comedian. Is because like I could take shit serious. I could take shit. I could be a certain way, but I don't. I enjoy life being goofy. I enjoy. It's like I know who I am, so I'm gonna be comfortable with that shit. And I love. I love rap. I love. I love talking to you about like all. But it's like at the end of the day, comedy is how my life revolves and how I think about the world. So that's why when you're telling me that shit, it's like, it's cool that you guys, especially as a collective want to do that as a project. Yeah, man, it's going to be something else, man. I can't, I can't wait. Cause we getting like a, I don't want to. Yeah. You don't have throw to throw in spoil. no spoilers, man, but we're getting like a professional makeup like up to silicone like um, i mean it's gonna be done <laughs> yeah you were telling me something about me fucks that's gonna be hilarious it's gonna be so funny but uh man you got so what the next projects what what are you trying to like what do you want to promote because we're, we're closing out you got oh, you have oh, four yeah, albums yeah, coming yeah. out but the fourth one is a is a is a secret but the one i want to promote is uh the bangs one bangs project with the ito was the only feature on there that's oh, gonna be awesome. Produced by Sound Lord and Me Fucks. Also, Hobgoblin is on there. Uh, AP is on there. I forgot exactly right now. Well, it's on the boogie is on there. Of course, on the cuts. Yeah, that's gonna be a dope one. She also sings. That the video is dope. It's gonna be a big one. Hopefully, she can make it out here too. I would love to have her on because I'm a real. I I listen to her shit a ton too. You're playing me her like Western song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's 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 from the traumatic compilation, man. <laughs> I'm I can't wait for that. You gotta send that yeah, to me or something because yeah, I've been thinking about that stuff. And also make sure to what's your Instagram? Uh, traumatic seven one three. Yeah, when everything when OG two when the t shirts prints anything you drop, I'll try to promote it. But everyone check it out. Also make sure to check out um, Zaza God. Your yeah, album. When's your album's dropping next Friday? On the 30th. If on the, the 30th. The latest would be a week after that. That would be the latest. All right. And the that's all. Thank you both for, thank you for being for on the sure, last episode, sure. but thank you very much for coming on. And awesome. it's cool thank doing you. this because the last time we hung out, <laughs> it was an experience. We were tripping. Well, so it's a different type of, it's a different type of hangout. This is different, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, thank you very much for coming on. Of course, on. man. Of course, man. Always everyone, pleasure, man. everyone check out his music and everyone check out, you know, his Instagram and follow fucked up podcast. And also I do want to say shout out Ani Moosh. Go to, um, uh, by Moosh uh, on Instagram. She had this lovely candle burning the whole time, oat milk and honey. She's the producer on this podcast, and she makes great uh, candles and shit. Fire, right? It does, yeah, because we've been smoking up this room for like <laughs> three, four hours follow, now. Follow Zaza God underscore Lord Ball. Yeah, shout out. you can speak into your microphone. Follow uh, Zaza God, part of me, Zaza underscore Lord Ball. On Instagram. Yeah, and make sure to listen to the Lord Mob compilation tape. Because that's Lord.mob.com. The Lord Mob. I got a question though. Yeah. Say it. Yeah. Are you bucked up? I'm bucked <laughs> up. I, I ate that edible and I felt it like 15 minutes ago it. kick in. Yo, you were quiet as shit over there. You were so talkative right here. And you were turning to him over there, just yeah, quiet and just mysterious. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but yeah, I am bucked up, and I hope you guys are too. Yeah, we definitely hot boxed my producers in here too. Well, you're okay, smoking yeah, your yeah, bong. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks everyone What's for that? listening, and we'll see you next time. For sure, for sure. Peace. Peace.